Welcome to Pappy's Wigs. Wigs so good you're guaranteed to not get a compliment. Is your wig old and smelly? Are you sick of people noticing your wig? Pappy's Wigs. No one will notice your wig or your money back. You want a toupee? We don't sell toupees. We sell wigs. My father was a wigger. My father's father before him was a wigger. And I'm one too. We don't make toupees. You understand? Don't go to wigs and things unless you want people to compliment your wig. Something like, hey Dave, nice wig. Then what do you say? Ooh, uh, th thanks? Poppy's wigs. Unnoticeable. No one will ever compliment your goddamn wig is what I'm trying to tell to you right now. It's the perfect wig. You know how hard it is to sell? A perfect wig? Nobody ever fucking notices if you've got a wig on or not. We've got the best goddamn wigs and we can't even fucking sell them. Poppy's wigs. Come on down to Poppy's wigs and get a wig today. Thank you for cracking another road soda. This episode is dedicated to Ruth Bader. R.I.P. R.B.G. I pray she's not holding up the river sticks too much, counting out her change. Now, how, how, how much is it? I got one, two. <laughs> oh, 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 I lost count. One, two. On this episode, we whip it. Whip it good. And the bravest act, and in the bravest act of martyrdom since Jesus Christ, we watch and review the satanic masterpiece, Cuties. <laughs> that was really beautiful. You like it? <laughs> yeah. That made me really happy. Good. Check that out. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thanks for being here. Mm -hmm. Thanks for showing up. Always do. Things have been real rough between us, you know? It's so terrible. I know. Each day is a struggle. I wake up just wondering when it's when's it all gonna end. I think know? two weeks. Two weeks. It's been two weeks too long for too long. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what. What did we struggle with? Just you know, the usual. <laughs> <laughs> Ozzy's a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. You know. No, you're the piece of shit. Of course, I'm a piece of shit. We both take pizza shits because we eat Dude, too much pizza. we had so much pizza last week. I ate most of it because I am the biggest. Yeah, but like we had a I lot am the biggest. There is one. I am the biggest. <laughs> Baby, you are so huge. Your veins are getting so swollen. You're so big. Doesn't my, arm, so doesn't my big. arm look like one big dick? It does. One oh, big dick. That's right. One big dick arm. Do you remember the day last week that... What? We got a pizza for lunch or like early in the day mm -hmm. and then we went and got pizza again for dinner. After, yeah, we counted out change for it. <laughs> what? Why not? I'm not paying for it with regular money. You can take all my quarters, sir. That's what quarters are for. They're for fucking pizza? little sleaze. And you get that sleaze disease, Dude, baby. You get the I've had more little Caesars in the past couple weeks than I've had in a really long time. And like sometimes it's like cheap and convenient and then sometimes I'm like, you know what I want? I need it. Mainline it. Give it to me. And then like the, the, the price of it almost makes it taste better. No, it does. And it's like <laughs> the only pizza that I can eat like. Just Maui. You know, because you realize. So many pieces. It dissolves in your mouth. It dissolves in your. Yeah. There's, a, there's, there's a, nothing to chew and swallow. It dissolves in your mouth. I think what happens is they get 
these tiny little quarter sized pizzas mm-hmm. and they put water on them and pop them in the oven and they fucking turn into big old pizzas. <clears throat> I think that's what happens. And then we got really bougie pizza on the weekend. Oh. And then what else? Do we have anything besides pizza? Ooh, a little bit of General So's. Well, that was last week. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you said. We were struggling last week. I know, struggling so with with, with our fucking highlights. indigestion. <laughs> right. Anyway, guys, you can write into roadsodamail at gmail.com with any of your comments, mm-hmm. any of your kind of um, stuff. Somebody did write in, Emmanuel Rodriguez. Oh, you didn't tell me this. <laughs> you must have slipped my mind. God damn it. What does it say? Dear Road Soda, love what you guys do. I miss Greg and Justin. But I like to imagine Christy's big tits while I listen. So that's nice. <laughs> oh my God. Well, that's nice. That is it so is. Nice. Hey, Manuel, it is nice. <laughs> so... She also seems nice. She's nice. And it's fun when she laughs. It is, isn't it? <clears throat> However, on last week's episode, she ruined a solid eight minutes of the news section when she blurted out what the animal was. <laughs> You're so dumb. Me? I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but this listener took their time. Just fucking. This listener took their time to write in. Listen, I care about what they have to say. Please, guys. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, there was we found an article. It was like (laughs) the article was like fucking ten fucking pages. Go to the the episode called Betwixt, and if you go into the show notes section where all the news articles are, it's so many it's and it's called like oh what yeah animal what was in the it? hole oh yeah what what's in the hole or like what what animal is it yeah. or something and it's the longest fucking mm-hmm. article about a it was it was firefighters who found dogs mm-hmm. that turned out to be foxes yeah the that's i just gave you the whole fucking thing you did but it's a mm-hmm. novel it's a fucking no it's the it's and it waits until the end to tell you it's foxes anyway back to it. i'm sorry Anyway, she ruined a solid eight minutes of the news section when she blurted out what the animal was while you were teasing the segment. <laughs> I feel your pain, Manuel. I feel your pain. Why did she do that? Does she hate us listeners? She thought it was so funny, too. <laughs> well, I didn't. I, I get you. I bet she was one of those shitty kids back in grade school that uh, that would remind the teacher they forgot to give us homework moments before the bell rang. Did you do that, Christy? Did you just go, Miss, Miss Smith, Miss Smith, uh, the bell's about to ring and you didn't give us homework? No, I hated people that did that. Mm. Are you sure? (laughs) I bet. (laughs) That seems like the type of awful kid that would grow up to blurt out the punchline to a joke before the joke is even told. (laughs) She probably had a phase in her life where she would tell everyone that Bruce Lewis was dead the whole time. Did you do that? Did you used to love to tell Bruce Lewis? Bruce Willis. Don't try to make fun of how I read because Manuel's picking up on something. Did you used to do that? No. You never used to just walk up to be like, hey, do you see Sixth Sense? And people would go, no. And you go, oh, yeah, Bruce Willis is dead the whole time. No, Alan, my boss does that. I can't believe you think I would ever do these things. I don't know. I mean, you know Manuel. Me best, right? What do you mean? I'm not, I'm not saying this. This is Manuel. All right. Keep Manuel me. is asking these go things. Ahead. What else do you want to know? Um. Like when, yeah, yeah, it was dead the whole time. Or like when Rosie O'Donnell told everyone, uh, sorry, told every stay-at-home mom in America that the two guys in Fight Club were the same people days before the movie premiered. What? She did that? Yeah. What a dumb bitch. Isn't that crazy? Dude. The, the um, <clears throat> what's the name? The not, There's Brad Pitt. 
Nor- mm-hmm. something Norman. Mm-hmm. The other guy. And then the director of the film. Because mm-hmm. she got she was a screener. She got she screened the film before it came before it came out, and she came on her fucking Rosie O'Donnell show like weeks before the movie came, like a couple days before the movie released. And she's like, I watched it. It's not even that good. It's the it's the same guy the whole time. And fucking stop. <laughs> Dude. That's like the only thing that makes it like makes it's it. It's like the fucking movie. Dude. Yeah. It's the I fucking never movie. knew that. Dude, and and Brad Pitt and the director, all of them like came out. Was there was no tw- so mad. Yeah, they were like, it's unforgivable. Like what you did Stop. is like, unforgivable. Yeah. Wow. Like how like how could you possibly do something like that? Like what like before the yeah. movies even it's not like it's the sixth sense now. You right. know, like it's so many years ago. If you haven't seen the sixth sense or know that the guy's dead the whole time, that's fucking on you, you know? Or you're like a little kid. Anyway, uh, people think people think she does not have her own show anymore because we don't need our our lad. Uh, people think she does not have her own show anymore because we don't need our loud Aunt Helen on TV and in real lives. Remember Howie Mendel's show? That was when he had hair. Anyway, I hope you find a way to keep Christy from ruining everything. Me too, buddy. Me too, Manuel. <laughs> I don't expect her to do it herself. You should be harder on her. You're way too nice. Oh my god! Hope you have a good episode. Thanks, man. I agree, Mr. Manuel Rodriguez. So that's some that's cool. You guys can write in too if you want to write in to Road Soda Mail. Feedback. Uh from Manuel Rodriguez. This is another one. Dear Road Soda. This is from a guy named Rusty Shackelford. Is Christy even in the studio? Does she even listen? She ruins everything. Love the show. <laughs> Anyway, folks, if you love I, the show, I appreciate the feedback. Hey, Manuel, good job. <laughs> <laughs> I think personally, baby, I think you're doing a great job. Mm-hmm. I think you're mm-hmm. doing amazing. Mm-hmm. I think it's what what we've got here is beautiful, mm-hmm. and I love that you're doing this, and and, and we have mm-hmm. fun doing it. Mm-hmm. What's going on? <laughs> some... <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everybody. Hope you enjoy the show. But first. How about a word from our fucking sponsors? How about a word from our fucking... Fucking sponsors! Woo! Rock and roll! (laughs) Nana's Goat Gravy. Nana's Goat Gravy is not your average goat gravy. Since 1902, our goat gravy has remained unchanged. Our trademark breed of gravy goat has been exclusive to the Nana brand for over 100 years. These one-of-a-kind goats provide only the finest gravy. You won't find goat gravy this savory anywhere. When I make my one-of-a-kind pot roast, or just need a warm drink on a warm day, I always reach for Nana's goat gravy. With just the right amount of creamy goodness, Nana's goat gravy always hits the spot. Our gravy goats are fed only the hardiest flour and grease to ensure a healthy, happy life and that delicious taste you grew up on. Try Nana's goat gravy, found next to the spaghetti. No, it was erased. Go ahead. You're not gonna. <clears throat> no. What? It was trash. It was trash. No, but that's you not why. You threw it in the trash. I watched you do it. You highlighted, and you trashed it. I did. I did. So uh, we were just trying. To... <laughs> there it is. 
Always giving a shout out to our sponsors. Thank you, Christine. Of course, Nana's Gravy Boat. No, I'm sorry. Nana's Gravy Goat. I'm really glad you trashed the last Nana's Goat Gravy. Nana's Goat Gravy. Whoa. I mean, you're right. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's Nana's Goat Gravy. We love we love our sponsors. Nana's Gravy Boat. What Nana's Goat's Gravy. Nana's Goat Gravy. <laughs> yeah. Whatever's in that gravy boat better be from Nana's Gravy Goat. Thick and creamy, hot and steamy. Take a glass and pour it down your throat. Brought to you by Nana's Goat Gravy. Nana's Goat Gravy. <laughs> Always, of course, everybody. There's um, We have scripts. We have to read them for our wonderful sponsors. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Feels good, right? <clears throat> Don't you remember that jingle? I remember the first time I poured da- Nana's Gravy Goat down my throat. Nana's Goat Gravy? Yeah. <laughs> I remember the first time a goat gravy came down my throat. What? Um, first on the news. Welcome to the news. Thank you, everybody. That was fun for me. The news. Newsy news news news. This one called monkey trafficking. <laughs> You don't have to do that. <laughs> trafficking. You don't trafficing. have to tell everybody. Monkey coming from all Africa. Monkey trafficking. Oh, uh, details <laughs> on monkey trafficking scandal emerge. Why aren't people talking about this? Everyone's worried about these pedophile rings. I mean, what about these? Everybody's poor, worried about cuties. What about the monkeys? These poor helpless monkeys. A syndicate of four individuals. I think that's like barely a syndicate. Like, I think that's like the minimum requirement of what you need to be a, a syndicate. syndicate. Mm-hmm. Four. Yes. At three, it's just a, you're a nuisance. You don't know what a syndicate is? Yes, I do. It's like a type of gang. It's like a gang. It's like a sophisticated word for gang. Syndicate of four individuals. Oh, damn. There's a lot of smuggled 32 monkeys from the Dominic, uh, the Democratic Republic of Congo to South Africa used fake papers to cross the first border into Zambia. Get the Aussie. Dude, what's up with him? I think he's just hungry. Uh, take uh, and also wants attention because we he, he hasn't been walked. You don't get walked. You know why? Because you're reading the news, anyways. Yeah, we're just trying to learn about these monkeys. They're smuggling. I was just trying to get you back into the news. I got it, baby. Zambia and then into Zimbabwe, but their luck ran out when Zimbabwean immigration authorities at Chirundu decided to check with Zim Parks, who investigated. And found the documentation fake. Hey, man. You got this documentation for 32 monkeys? (laughs) Is that a carry-on? Do you bring... How do you... How do they carry 32 monkeys? I guess you don't have to fly over those borders. You just... Do they walk them on leashes? Maybe. Is it like a... They got them in like a chain gang? Like it's Jenga and Jenga. (laughs) (laughs) Walking and they all walk. Look. It has nothing to do... I just think it's... Uh, I wonder what kind of monkeys they were. Six were missing. What? Okay. We're well. trying to find out what kind of monkeys there are. I don't have to actually say anything, and I don't have to keep saying that we keep pausing for this this dog. He's really acting out. He really is. He's... <clears throat> he, you're, you're, you know, Ozzy, you're really acting out, and last time you did that, people got a lot of stitches, <laughs> and, and you got in a lot of trouble, bud, so you know what? You just got to calm the fuck down. How about that? Well, I'm trying to read about this monkey smuggling ring. I love the monkey news. 
They value the smuggled primates in this region, US $6,000 to $1,200. I'm going to do quick maths. Quick maths real quick. About $1 million. For 32 monkeys times 6000 Yeah. At least $10 million. Uh-huh. Something like that. Quick math. Um, I don't know. Man, I, I really didn't dig too hard for this uh, monkey news. Well, I don't even know why they're I selling them. I didn't listen to this one. I'm really sorry. There was not a lot. You didn't. You don't listen to any of them. You yeah, I do. really do. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Don't lie. Next okay. one. All right, Moving guys. On. Look, that one was a dud. All right, let's move past <laughs> it. Let's move past Maybe that I just monkey have news. Have a really good sense of duds. Uh you just don't listen to any of them. Yes, I do. Next one up is your ex-girlfriends are causing problems. <laughs> they always are. Why don't you read the headline for us? <laughs> Hog wild. U.S. has out of control population of super pigs. <laughs> Expert says. I doubt the expert was. Uh, um, thank you, everyone, for coming here today. I just we've um, been doing a lot of research, and and uh, these super pigs are destroying the nesting birds, uh, the vegetation. Super pigs. We were, we were thinking about calling them ultra swine, but I didn't think that was too good. Personally, I was. Uh, I really liked um, mega hog. But wow, that's a good one too. They wanted super pigs. <laughs> they wanted I think it makes it sound. Pig. I like mega hog is a little more scary. Um, I think uh, there was another guy. He he wanted pigzilla. Not your best work. You know what? I like Where's mega, yours? mega hog. <laughs> mega hog. Uh, there's a ticking time bomb when it comes to wild hogs. Just hold him. Just hold him. There's a ticking time bomb when it comes to wild hogs and the billions in damage they cause. There are about 9 million feral hogs in That's the a U.S. a lot of ex-girlfriends. <laughs> it's a lot. And those numbers are ballooning and increasing. The estimated 2.5 billion in damage they already cost the U.S. Yeah, there's... I heard a, um, like statistics about how many babies... I heard statistics about how many babies they can have. Yeah. And how quickly they can populate. You can take out, uh, I think it was like 75% of their population, and it would be right back to where it is within two to three years. Jesus. Yeah. You, you could, they, uh, there's another statistic I saw that it said you, ha- you would have to kill uh, a million hogs a year in Texas alone just to keep the population at status quo. This just really to keep is it something flat. nobody's talking about. Oh, and uh, yeah, pigs are, uh, uh, pigs are. Delicious. Not, they're delicious, they, and they are 100% not indigenous to North America, but yet they're found in every single state in North America. This article also refers to it as the feral swine bomb. That's pretty good. It's really, yeah, it's crazy. And they're, the only the only pigs that are native to the U.S. are these little javelinas, so these cute little pigs that are like this big. Little baby pigs. Little, they look like little baby pigs. Fun fact, this is what I heard. Uh, don't look this up on Snopes because I'm letting this one leak out of my ass. If you were to uh, take a regular pink piggy mm-hmm. and let it go into the wild, mm-hmm. within six weeks, it would look like like a hog. Like it, the, no. Yeah. Their tusks start to grow longer. They become feral hogs. Their tusks actually like grow longer, and their like fur becomes darker and more bristly. I'm going to look this up for sure. Yeah, absolutely. We should. We should look that up. 
If you guys looked that up before us, you can write into roadsodamail at gmail.com. Bringing you the news, only the most in, most bestest in factual infotainment. Uh, next up is... And now, another word from our sponsors. Billy Bum's Bottom Shelf Bourbon, the Panhandler's premium beverage. Uh. You've been standing on the corner holding a cardboard sign all day. Finally, someone throws a couple of dimes at you. It doesn't matter that it was high schoolers who just needed something to hit you with because now you can take that break you deserve and get yourself some Billy Bum's Bottom Shelf Bourbon. But my, I've been I've been standing on the side all day and the caterpillar is moving and I, I, I don't know at the elementary spot and you can tell because Gene Shallot doesn't play bingo anymore. That's why I drink Billy Bums. We put it on the bottom shelf because that's where it goes. Billy Bums bottom shelf bourbon. It's the cheapest. Good old boys. You can read this one. Just because I want to hear you read. <clears throat> Clear your throat. Get your reading. Get your reading voice on. Driver allegedly high on whippets makes jump while Fort Street drawbridge in Southwest Detroit rises. Sounds cool. <laughs> Wait, what? Dude's on whippets when this bridge, this drawbridge goes up. A man was arrested after he jumped the Fort Street drawbridge as it was rising up Wednesday evening. Police say the 26-year-old Alan Park, the Alan Park man, was driving a Dodge sedan when he crossed the bridge. It was going up. He did complete the crossover, but damaged the safety gates. The driver, suspected of being under the influence of whippets, was arrested and transported to the detention center. I'm going to fucking jump it. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking jump it. I'm gonna do it. He fucking. I tried like, so hard to like act really bored when I read that. I know, just but you're to be like, an asshole. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> We're all thinking it. <laughs> right. Driver allegedly. Wait a minute. Wait. This one sounds pretty cool. I probably. I mean, why arrest him just to give him like a high five? Like fucking cool. We all thought we all want to do it. You, but you fucking did it, man. <laughs> They're just pissed because they broke their boards. He's like, that's Fine, like I'll. not what, how whippets make you feel, though. You know. I mean, we you don't know. Have you ever seen my strange addiction? I'm addicted to whippets. No, but have you ever done whippets? I mean, who who hasn't? Have you done like? I've done whippets. I've whipped it. I've whipped it. I've whipped it good. Have you whipped it good? I have whipped it good. You whipped it good. That's like what I'm asking. Have you whipped it good? Yeah, with that good, with the with that good, good, that baker shit. Yeah, you know I don't believe you. Just continue. Those little, those little BB whip, gun cartridges. First of all, the whipped cream cartridges is not whipping it good. You can whip it good with whipped cream cartridges, but you gotta got a lot of them. Well, yeah. Like fucking crack a whole box. Bo- boxes and boxes. Crack them up. With your cracker and your balloon. Oh my god, dude. Those those are the days. Let's make a coming of age film about that. Doing whippets when you're nineteen. I'm gonna fucking jump it. You can go buy them down at the corner store me in. Really? Yeah, you just buy a box of whipped cream cartridges. Corner Fuck. store man, I'll sell you sixteen pack. Sixteen pack, boy. You know what they're doing with that? You get a cracker. I'm a I'm a baking shop. enthusiast. Right? <laughs> no, dude. This is like in the hood, you know. And then you go to the smoke shop. You get your cracker. You get your big balloon. You fill it up. 
Try not to freeze your hands off. Uh, you want to see like you want to see just complete devastation on a wook's face? Just go to a festival with a big needle. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! People at festivals they take that shit really yeah, seriously. Yeah, and they're sitting in the crowd with a big fucking balloon. Like, oh, you just poop and you pop it, and and then their their face is just. Like, oh, and then I they think it's way more intense than just. Oh. Yeah, because they're like high on acid and shit too. Like, oh, my whole life that was like a baby to me. <laughs> <laughs> that was a uh, my sister dated a guy who did security at Bonnaroo. And he said that was like part of the stuff that they would do. He's like, no. Yeah. If, they, if you had like free time, they were like, just go around, pop some balloons or something. No. I, I don't think it was at Bonnaroo specifically. He worked for the company that did a lot of stuff. They got contracted to do Bonnaroo, but they did a lot of concerts. I think it was at other concerts. Cause I think Bonnaroo, because it's private property, they really just don't give a shit. They don't want people getting hurt. Yeah. But there were certain, con- like certain concerts where he was like told to. What a turd. Him. I mean, pay me to pop a Wooks balloon. <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> you gotta pay me, boy. <laughs> so uh, next up, riveting in the news, news week. Riveting. This comes to us from CBC. Comes to us from, from Canada, Montreal. from Montreal. Asbestos. Town of Asbestos. Back to the drawing board after lackluster response to renaming options. Stop it. Dead gubbit. I thought asbestos was going to stick. The town of asbestos Quebec Is once again reviewing the suggestions it received for its new name after a lackluster response from residents over the top four picks. I want to know what the top four picks were. Me too. They butter. Fuck all this stupid mumbo jumbo. Uh, let's, well, I, 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 I'm not good at like reading ahead like that. About 1,000 suggestions were You're received. not, you literally read the next sentence. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because I, I said I'm not good at reading ahead. Okay, keep going. So I'm following along. No, go ahead. What happened? What, what happened? About 1,000 suggestions were received since the town named after the, mi- the mineral. Oh, it's a mineral? That was once its source of pride announced it was seeking a new name last year. Once a major exporter of asbestos, the town Jeffrey, uh, the town's Jeffrey Mines stopped operating nearly ten years ago. Uh, let's see, ongoing use of the mineral is now banned in most countries due to the carcinogenic fibers. Yeah, that it can release into the air. Why aren't you reading every word now? Why? Because I just want to know. It's boring, and I just want to know the name. The town received a little bit of everything in their request for help for finding a new name. Um, some of these suggestions were whittled down to four choices, one of which was Jeffrey, named after the asbestos mine. Cool. Phoenix, symbolizing the town's rebirth. I don't know how to say that Ap- one. Apol- take- Apollone. Apollone. Apollone, yeah. I don't fucking know. Named after an endangered turtle species. In Twaloch. I don't know. Uh, which merged with the town of asbestos. So they, they just want to like absorb, but be absorbed by another town. Twilock. Yeah, probably means three lakes. Man. Twat. 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 Twat lake. You said toy. I said twat lake. <laughs> have you ever been to twat lake? You have. <laughs> I <laughs> I'm not asked the right. The twat. Twat. I think that's a fun word to say. Don't you like the word twat? I do like the word twat. I want to use <clears> it more. You know what word I like surprisingly don't like that much what pushy yeah it's not a fun word this is weird it is get on down there to my pushy pushy i don't like it have you ever had geraldine say pussy 
No. Could I wonder what she would say. She'd probably call it like a biscuit or a cookie or something biscuit. cute. Yeah, something cute. Shade calls it a cookie. I like that a lot. Yeah, you like the cookie. Biscuit sounds doughy and weird. I like pie. Pie. I like hot pocket a lot. <clears throat> Pussy pie. Ooh. Pussy pie. Pussy pie. <laughs> <laughs> bonus. This is bonus news. Wow. It's right, everybody. You get a you get bonus news. Wow, if we Woo! I know. I know you're like, ah, the news is More, over. Yay. Uh, and this one is, how is this not written by a robot? AKA trigger happy headlines. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't even mean to do that. It just came out. Anyway, transgender Satanist and rest restaurateur sue oh over God. keen mask mandate. It's me. I mean, his eyes do match his, her, her eyes do match her top. Okay. Her eye, eye shadow. Yeah. What does that mean? And her lips match her hair. Okay. She's got a nice. Are we just describing the picture? Or? <laughs> just complimenting. The transgender Satanist. That is you. <laughs> candidate. Uh for Cheshire County Sheriff is joining forces with the owner of controversial faux restaurant and the, the, correct, the correct pronunciation is pho. right mm -hmm. but I'm not <clears throat> Vietnamese okay so why so I say I'm saying it how I say it in America faux well yeah but like I still say quesadilla I don't say quesadilla because this is America something. let me ask that's you like something. the most ignorant thing you could say Ooh. I don't call it a burrito Cause it's America. We don't call them burritos. We call them burritos. Like that's really stupid. No, it's not. It's pho. No, it's pho. It's pho. When I say pho, does so we're gonna call it sushi? Is it sushi? Sure. It's I wouldn't sushi. be mad if you called it sushi. Oh you know why? Because you're because a know-it-all. The same thing you're still comes in my for head. The sake of arguing. Why? Why don't we speak with? We should all be speaking with English accents. You know, because that's the way it's supposed to be sounded. <laughs> No. Is that, what do you mean no? I'm just saying. <laughs> We're supposed, a quesadilla we is a quesadilla. So then why don't you call it a quesadilla? You don't because, say quesadilla. You say quesadilla. It's pho. Because. It's like, that's not, I'm not, I'm not asking you to be like, can you please pass me the mozzarella? Like, yeah, but it sounds like I'm censoring myself because I'm about to say fuck. Like, what the pho? What the pho? Like a pho. Pho. I want pho, please. I'm going to remember this and bring it up later. Go on. Go ahead. I can't wait. On a controversial faux restaurant, the pastor at a libertarian church in challenging this. Like you're CT. ruining this article? Yeah, because That's I'm saying the words how I want to say. You can do whatever you want. Please, be yourself. Go ahead. <laughs> so, no, I really want to know. Aria Demeza, <laughs> who is running as the Republican mandate for sheriff, is suing both the city of Keene over the recently passed mask mandate and Governor Chris Sununu <laughs> over his use of emergency orders to deal with the COVID-19 pandemic. Demezzo, who is the founder of the Satanic Church as well as the writer of an internet radio host, is joined in her lawsuit along with Malaise... Malaise? Like, this sounds really Lindenfeld. stupid. Like, yeah. all it is is somebody got and sued over a mask mandate, but, like, the only thing that made me happy about reading it was that it was a transgender Satanist. And some pho, because I love pho. What a team up. That sounds like, like, the owner of a, of a faux restaurant and a transgender Satanist. Like, how do they meet? How did they right. meet? What, what, what's weird? delicious. Or maybe the, or maybe it's Satanic. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what they, maybe they catered one day. 
And they're like, oh my God, you hate Jesus? I hate Jesus too. You know what I, and they, you know what we both hate? You know what we love? Mask mandates. But we both love faux. And dicks that could be pussies or pussies that could be dicks or whatever you want us to call it. You do what you want. Have tits or not have tits. I don't care. What are you, Jewed, Jewed Flender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what they call me. Yeah. Jewed Flender. Mm-hmm. Right. Or maybe v- pasta pasta fluid. Right. Whatever. Could be whatever you want. I understand. Faux could be fa. They don't care. Mm-hmm. Right? Whatever you say. Gender preserved. <clears throat> Next week on The World with Isaiah Cooper. <laughs> this is not The World with Isaiah Cooper. This is road soda. And that was the news, everybody. You're welcome. How about another word from our sponsors? Fucking spare yourself. Fucking sp- spare this. <laughs> Has this ever happened to you? Huh, check out this link. Okay. Oh, this is a little naughty. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh my God. What you thought was an innocent hardcore porn link turns out to be horrific fecal play or worse. The World Wide Web is filled with terrible content, near impossible to avoid. Witnessing this content can cause severe psychological damage. Remember is here to change that. Scientifically proven and tested, Remember brings you back through the content that damaged your mind, altering key components, virtually rewriting your memory I was tricked into watching Mr. Hands one time only because I love horses so much, especially my horse Buster. I was so scarred from that video, I didn't even ride a horse or even look at Buster for months. But then I found Remember. Now my memory is the heroic tale of a horse giving its owner the Heimlich Remover. Thank you, Remember. If you are mentally and emotionally broken because of content your awful friends have sent, you can't unsee it, but you can remember it. A Popco brand. Millennial Book Club. Millennial Book Club. Masochistic bumblebee culture. There's not a T in that word. Masochistic. Masochistic. Masochistic bumblebee culture. (laughs) I might not be able to say the word, but I am... I am the foremost authority on masochistic bumblebee culture. Mm-hmm. It's rampant. <laughs> it's rampant. There's, it's it's something that people are just overlooking. They don't care about. They, you know, <laughs> these bumblebees are just. We need the bees. Everybody knows we need the bees. I'm not sure why we need the bees. That's not my field. I think a lot of people feel very passionately about that. About the bees. Yeah. I'm not weird. And there's some isn't isn't there something else to worry about? <laughs> like cuties. Oh, that's why we're here. Welcome to the Millennial Book Club. The book club where we're just watching Netflix. 
Originals. Netflix originals. What's mm-hmm. so funny? <laughs> Are you doing drugs again? I think Ozzy is. Ozzy didn't. Ozzy's cracked out today. Look at him. <laughs> he is so amped. He's just happy. Maybe he had some of my meal. Nah, it's probably just the chocolate kicking in from the other day. Anyway, so this week we took it upon ourselves. We graciously watched Cuties. We were a martyr. We were the. That's a better word. Yeah, we martyred a, in in a in an act of martyrdom. We watched <laughs> the horrific, <laughs> awful, satanic movie. <laughs> That is cuties. And if you live under a fucking rock, honestly, if you if you found yourself a way to listen to podcasts, there's no way you aren't familiar with cuties. Like there's Is that right? all anybody's talking about? Not 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 I mean like a blip, you know, like there yeah. there was a day or two. I mean there's still a lot of people that are really like latched onto it, but of yeah. course, if you're if you have the internet in any capacity and put your face in front of it, you know, this dog, Ozzy, the uh, Studio Oz, mm-hmm. is being run by the dog, Oz the dog. I'm going to go give him to Poppy. You ran outside, we gave him to Poppy, and not even .2 seconds later. <laughs> what a little... Yeah, so his pictures are... They're all over the internet. They're all over. Everybody knows what a vicious... He's fanged. Look at him. He's stalking. <laughs> oh my you. god. Standing, he's about to he's trying he's trying to figure out the best way to get at your jugular. If we have to pause for Oz one more time, I'm gonna wring his little neck. That's my line. What? I always tell him I'm gonna wring his neck like a towel. Like a towel? I'm gonna I'm gonna ring it like a doorbell. That doesn't make any sense. I'm gonna I'm gonna ring it. I'm gonna I'm gonna ring it like I need the, the hotel. <clears throat> The the bellboy, the bus boy. Look, the we watched uh, we watched Cuties, and and it it is contrary to um, very popular belief. Uh, it's not uh, satanic, like pedophile pedophile shit. Show. Yeah. <laughs> it was mostly pretty innocent. I thought. Yeah. Other uh, than. I think the thing that bothers the only thing that like pissed me off other than watching a cringeworthy preteen coming of age drama yeah. that I don't have interest anymore because yes. I'm not 11 was some of the like the like cooter and butthole shots. Yeah. I didn't think they were like that necessary. Yeah, I don't think so either. Like when they were doing their dance moves, some of them, but it like, so. but there were only a few of them and it was only at the end, you know, they really mm-hmm. got the finale going. Yeah. And they were like, pussy, asshole, pussy, asshole. Yeah, I don't think they... You're, you're right. The uh, way it was shot. Yeah. So Cuties is a 2020 French coming-of-age drama Sorry. film. That just seems like a lot of words. French coming-of-age drama film. Mm-hmm. Written and directed by uh, Maimona Doucher. Pretty sure that's how you say her name. <laughs> Doucher. 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 Uh, in her feature directorial debut, the film stars I Don't Care, uh, I Don't Care, and I Don't Care, and I Don't Care. Um, so, yeah, she not only directed this film, but she also wrote it, right? Yeah, she uh, and based it, is, it on her life. She based it on her life, yeah. and it is a French movie made in France in Paris. About French children. About French children. And I think <clears throat> keeping that in mind, I mean, a lot of people 
are have never been to France. I mean, most people know very little about France or just about European culture in general. But um, it's a little more liberal than American culture in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, right when the movie start, started, I, I told you that they have topless billboards like right on the street. Mm-hmm. Like there's no... You know, there's yeah. They, so it's in in that way, and I think what you just mentioned, like at the end, they could have totally gone without the fucking cooter shots. Yeah. But at the same time, they don't really like see well, it. This I mean, not that they yeah. don't see it the same way, but they're just like, eh, I mean, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it is, and I can also see why a lot of people, just in today's climate with everything going on, would look at the poster. And just, or even watch it and, and be outraged. I mean, you can... You, I don't but think, you, I think that's a little far. I, I can see why they would, but I don't agree with it. Um, I think that's a special type of person. I think yeah. those are like overly hyper-emotionally charged people that exactly. are like searching for issues that don't exist. So you just explain, so you see, you see why they can do it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. but it's, it's a stretch. It is a, you're right. I'm not saying it's right. I'm I mean, not, it's I mean like, you, you see what they're digging it's for. It's also the way when people watch like Requiem for a Dream and a lot yeah. of people really like that and I can't get past 20 minutes. It upsets me. I don't like it. It's but it just like rubs movie. me the wrong way. It's, yeah, I don't enjoy it, but I, I'm sure it's a great film. You know? I mean, I, I wasn't, I watched it. I was like, I don't get, I, I got, I get what's happening. But as far as why everybody loves it so much, I'm like, I don't really give a shit. Yeah. It's just, it's boring. It was boring. A shit. Yeah. The way I felt about this. So yeah, it is, it's a preteen coming of age movie. What was that movie that you mentioned? <clears throat> watching 13. when you were 13. Mm-hmm. When you were a kid. Yeah. And it gave you. Like, it's how not, you ex- I mean. It's not this movie, but the way you no, expressed but... the way you felt watching it when you were a kid. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of girls doing things that you know are available to you, but that you don't really do. You don't really want to do, but you kind of pretend that you want to do. Right. I don't know. It's. I feel like <clears throat> I just listened to this interview that the girl that wrote and directed the movie made, and she talks about how she based this whole thing on her life and um, being faced with all these different cultures, <clears throat> the Muslim culture she grew up in, also the French Western culture, and this um, reality that social media creates for us and how these young girls grow up in this hypersexualized culture and she wanted it to make people uncomfortable so they could feel how confusing it was to be a little girl right how how intense it is and how many different people you're trying to become all at the same time she wanted you to feel like an 11 year old girl and i felt like all the times i was grabbing my head and putting my head in my hands out of like cringe and rage is because that's how I was feeling. I'm like, oh my God, I, it just like reminds you, you think like your adult life is so stressful with all these issues and all these things. And it's like, man, I don't ever want to be an 11 year old girl again. No. It's just so intense and confusing. And the way that they think in social media, they're all these women are over sexualizing themselves and they get a lot of attention and approval. And so, of course, these girls are going to think that's the way to do it. Right. So it's supposed to be this interpretation of this girl trying to find herself in that. Yeah. And also like the personal pains she's dealing with in her life and how she gets lost in that identity. Yeah. I think you're. you're yeah, absolutely. And and there's an extreme juxtaposition between her um, like religious home life. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the first few minutes of the movie there, the, the shit that this lady's preaching is like, 
you are your body's the devil basically like and, and you're gonna there's more yeah. women in hell because <clears throat> your bodies are the devil like that your pussies are demon per, i heard that <laughs> like it's the i mean yeah and it's i think it's very interesting that we watched this movie and just a couple weeks ago we watched orthodox yeah it's the same shit that's what i was thinking about too i think a lot i think i was getting upset because we watched it in two separate settings, which I'm really glad we did because that was kind of hard to watch in one sitting. It's a Only because movie. you and I are not 11-year-old girls. Yeah, Like, there's no part of it that makes me feel enraged or uncomfortable no. or upset that this is on Netflix. It's just like, fuck, dude. I wanna... Right. So here's here's the thing. It's, it's not... F- <coughs> the movie's not for us. It's not for us. It's, mm. it's, it's like me... It's like my... But everybody getting pissed off that it's for these 55-year-old men. I'm sorry. What? I didn't mean to interrupt No, go you. ahead. Just to think that people are getting upset because I think it's for these 50-year-old men. And right. It's, it's but you fucking can't, ridiculous. Right. But a, a guy... People, not just men, people will sexualize what... There are people that are attracted to cars. Does that mean that we get rid of cars? Like, you can't... Like, yes, they're, they're kids in this and, and they are overtly sexualized in the movie but for the reason that the director's trying to make you as like uncomfortable make you feel it's make you feel what this 11 year old girl is feeling and like but again it's not for us it's for girls that are between 11 and like what 18 also it's not about like this racy material like i guarantee you if there are some sick fucks out there that like 11 year old girls they're not going to subject themselves the movie was an hour and 36 minutes and i would say 10 minutes of it is maybe Right. A little overshot. Nobody's going to watch 126 minutes to stare at some fucking girls putting candy in their mouth and doing dumb kid stuff. I mean, I'm sure there there's I bet you there's going to watch There's millions. There's millions of porn people porn instead. There you're there you're right. I I fast forward through an 11 minute porn to get to the good stuff. There is no one that's sitting there. They're fast for forwarding. an hour and a half. No, they're fast forwarding. <laughs> this this it's you're you're you can't the movies again it's not for us and it's not for them it's for girls and i think it it portrays a good message of of you 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 don't want to think your body's the devil but you don't want to swing the complete opposite way and do these things that you don't even know what you're doing like obviously i'm speaking from a, a, a perspective of almost never being sexualized as a male but like these young females their bodies developed their their mind is not they're just going with what everyone else they're like these people are doing it i'm going to do it too and all of a sudden they receive this attention they're like this is not the attention i had no idea right. it came with this but you don't know that and i there's there's some like you know symbolism and it's it's the movie to be honest is is made kind of shitty it's made kind of like the the like there are things that happen and you're like, is it actually happening happening or was it like, or was it just disagree. a vision? I think it was really w- shot really well because it, it, I, maybe it's just because I've been an 11 year old girl and I've watched right. a lot of movies like that. Right. Even when I was growing up and they're doing this thing where it's like almost like an indie film where yeah, they're like, it is creating pointless scenes, but they're giving you a lot of feelings and it, it's always like, I don't think there's any kind of scene wonder. And, and there's not a single scene that's pointless. I think. I think yeah. every single thing is important to the story and like gives you a bit like even with like when when the little girl found a condom and she was playing with it and then everyone's like, oh, that's gross. And she's like, it's not my fault. I didn't know. Like, that's basically the entire movie. Yeah, that's the entire if that I mean, it's on the surface. It seems silly, but that is verbalization of what the movie is. Like, it's not my fault. I didn't know. Like, how am I to know? I'm a little kid. Yeah, I just saw a fucking pink condom and like that's. But as far as like 
I, I don't mean the movie itself. I mean like when the blood was dripping off of the her at the towards the end she has this dress and the blood's dripping off this dress that's like in her mind but it needs to be more overt because like i'm lost wondering i was like was that fucking real like why did they show that to me and then of course she sees it and later you don't see until later but i mean i guess i don't know there's just maybe maybe you're even more separated because you've never been an 11 year old never been an 11 year old girl i've got uh, you know guy can pray guy can hope you know (laughs) Well, maybe one day, but, and, um, yeah, it's just not, I bet you what happened is people took these little snippets of like their dance competition scenes Mm -hmm. and like put together these little montages and said like boycott Netflix. And I guarantee you any fucking person that's sitting here losing their mind about this movie and actually boycotting Netflix or even saying save our children on it. There's no way they've watched the fucking movie because the whole movie is basically hey save our children it's it's a way to let young girls know this isn't the way you want to be perceived here's the dangers of it but it also shows you the attraction of it but like here's how messy and disgusting it can be it must be so confusing for you yeah and of course nobody sees that right and it shows how you know we we all have these problems going on our lives and that's kind of like what pushes like little young children to to act out in these ways because you know her her like just the fucking religion that she's in her dad's marrying another wife not like right. she got divorced from her mom and is going to marry his dad's like i want two wives now and yeah. <laughs> he's marrying somebody else and he's not there the entirety of the movie you know and like this girl having to deal with that every time she's confronted with another aspect of that like she mm-hmm. first hears about it she goes out and she acts out and then something else happens she goes out and acts out and like yeah constantly just trying to like find because she wants to separate herself from that horrific shit and like feels like she deserves to to do this shit. Yeah, the director in the interview said that she made it that way because she was so frustrated with her mother for never taking control or having any power that she tried to have right. all this power in her yeah. life but had no didn't understand what it meant or the power of any of it. Exactly. Exactly. And that's I think that's the a, a great message of this film. And I think um like there are some things they could have done differently. I think it in America, the movie would have been made with like uh, maybe 17 or 18 year olds that looked I younger. Disagree. I disagree. don't think they would do that in America. No, I think it's it's the exact same age as all these other movies. I wish I could think of some of the other. But not, no, I don't, I don't think you're hearing what I'm saying. I'm, what I mean is like they would hire actors that are like 17 or 18 but look younger. Oh, okay. And it would still be like I'm an 11 year old girl but the person themselves wouldn't be actually like 11 i mean think i think the actors are probably closer to like 4 13 14 but even still it's like that's that's the lens of france that's now we're looking at it completely differently than how we would do it because there's never name even what 13 you think there's like 13 year old girls in that yeah i still disagree with you i think that it would have been portrayed the same way with the same age of actors Really? I just, yeah. I just, there's, I just feel like there's other movies like that when I was a girl. I know, and they Saved were by the Bell is all like 20 year olds. Yeah, but there was no point <laughs> in my life when I was watching it when, a ki- when I was a kid that I thought those were kids. You know what I mean? Right. But like when I was watching fucking Seventh Heaven, I knew that the little girl was a little girl. Yeah, but she wasn't shaking her ass around. No. No, but that's what <laughs> Seventh she, Heaven. The, the, <laughs> the director also says that, you know, that I feel, I think the saddest part is that in this 
interview, this lady is so proud of what she's done. And she said she's showing so much um, feminist and activist and all this bullshit. And obviously, this is before she knows that everybody hates her fucking film. Well, no, everyone Um, loved it. It wasn't until it was put out on Netflix. So the the movie was made independently, went to Sundance, won a bunch of critically acclaimed. Oh, really? Yeah, Netflix. So... Uh, you know, obviously, it's not a Netflix original. Sorry, everybody. But it, it's just such a big fucking aspect of Netflix. How could we not right. fucking review it? And how many people are going to be afraid to review a movie like that? Because you're ignorant. You're ignorant. Yeah. You're ignorant. Like, okay, so the movie was green light lit by everybody who made it. Netflix didn't make this fucking movie. So to be like, boycott Netflix, you're fucking stupid. The movie was already made by these this this French production company. Well, I think people want to boycott Netflix because they put it on Netflix. Netflix has a choice of what they put on and they chose to do it. And people are pissed. Yeah, but this movie also went to the Sundance Festival. How many right. of these stupid people are like, I love Little Miss Sunshine? It's like, oh, fuck yourself. Like, isn't it? Isn't there? Isn't that same message in Little Miss Sunshine? Pretty much. It, well, it's, it's, it's the same fucking movie. It's just little girl yeah. going to a fucking beauty pageant. Yeah. Yeah, and it makes you think of like all the other cheerleading movies, like Bring It On and all the shit that was out when I was growing up and stuff. And everybody's like, look how hypersexualized this movie is in the culture. It's like, yeah, no shit. That's what That's your cheerleaders are faced with. I remember when I was like, what do you think cheerleaders working are? Working a summer festival a handful of years ago in Ohio. My girlfriend owned that kettle corn stand I was telling you about. And so me and her were like setting it up and running the whole thing. Like, fuck it. Why not? Sounds like a good gig on the weekends. And then the entire festival was obviously filled with a bunch of 13 and 14 year olds. And my mind was just blown because they're all wearing Daisy Dukes. They're all wearing little crop tops. And it's like, I'm just not around preteens all the time. So I didn't know. And I'm like, oh, wow, look at that. And then they're everywhere. And they're like, clearly with good families, good parent. Like, it's just Mm -hmm. that's what they're doing. You know, like when I was growing up, I just wanted to make sure my T-shirt was Abercrombie or something like that. Was it? It didn't need to be a crop top. But I do remember wearing crop tops. Right. Like when we were in Key West on vacation, I remember like. There's a place you go to, you're on the beach, you know. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I think the the thing here, and that's obviously now you have to keep remaking coming of age movies for the time. Yeah. So the thing that didn't exist when you were a kid was the internet. Yeah. In, that's in your what I'm pocket. Saying, yeah. In your social pocket. media. Yeah. So you get on like social media and like, I mean, this little girl it, at one point in the movie, she's sitting in a prayer group with all these other women. She goes under her burqa with her phone <clears throat> and she's watching like twerking videos mm-hmm. like of, of like adult women twerking. So it's like, and you can get p- as pissed off as you want, but I guarantee you that your 12-year-old daughter is doing the same fucking shit. Every one of your kids, if they have, a, if they can read and they can write and you give them a cell phone and you turn around, that's on you. Like, do you, if, you, if you think that your kid able to read and write with a phone in his hand and no adults around isn't like looking up the worst shit just to fucking see it or like telling your parents that you had a virus on your computer when we know you were watching porn uh, no, no, no 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 it's probably no <laughs> it's probably from <laughs> i would convince my mama how don't know what happened what is porn <laughs> corn i like corn what are you saying <laughs> what are you saying i was downloading napster i swear <laughs> well i got sued for that yeah that's something fun. Let's let's tell everybody about that. You guys remember? You guys remember LimeWire and Napster and and oh Kazaa. <laughs> so you would know. You guys remember Kazaa and everyone's like, uh, you know, you're downloading. All your friends are downloading, and then you got that one worried friend like, I don't want to get arrested, and you're like, fuck you, 
Dave, nobody gets arrested. It's sued. nobody gets sued. Yeah. Not they never who's can name one person that ever get caught? Christy Zelina. <laughs> That's I the did. person mm-hmm. that got caught downloading things on Napster. Kazaa. Kazaa. It was Kazaa. You got sued by every record label. Well, I got sued for over <laughs> 2,000 songs, which ended up being like $32 million or something like yeah, that. Wow. And then they settled out of court one song per record company, $6,700 per song. Per song. So I think it was only like somewhere between 30 or 40 grand or something ridiculous. Every fucking record. But I was company. a minor, and in the license agreement that everybody scrolls through and just clicks accept at the bottom, said that like if anything ever happened, that obviously my parents would be held liable because right. I was a minor. So wow, they got sorry, you. mom. They got you. They fucking Jesus, <laughs> it happens. Yeah, they said I was one of the first people on the East Coast. They're like we, yeah, <laughs> that's like really lucky. Yeah. <laughs> 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 real lucky mm-hmm. so anyway i think um everyone i i just noticed and i think we should do this more often is look at like ratings and reviews mm-hmm. on, across the board so mm-hmm. um cuties imdb 2.4 out of 10 i believe it yeah again I don't think there's a lot of like 14 year old girls rating the no, rating on like, IMDb because that's who the movie's made for. It's not made yeah, for anybody who like, would be rating it on IMDb. If everybody's going to get upset about this, why aren't we talking about any of the other directors that like create other stupid preteen movies like Sleepover and shit? Like if you're going to start questioning all these directors mind about like where what they're portraying in a child and stuff like I think that's a beautiful thing. That's why I don't think it's poorly shot because whoever's feeling compelled to create whatever fucking kind of art you are. And that's what the other, the director also says in her interview is like, I think art and cinema can change the world and it can mm-hmm. and open people's eyes. And if she has the ability to capture a moment that is lost, you know, we all remember our childhood, but like those moments and those feelings and the angst and the confusion and that you really only see in hindsight to be able to like capture and portray that is really fucking beautiful. Yeah. And those films are uncomfortable and weird and all sorts of weird shit. And can you imagine being a little girl today? No, like I can't, I can't imagine being a kid today. Yeah. Like that's just gotta be fucking crazy. Yeah. I'm, it, it is, it, it is. And social we were media all, yeah. standards and like the we sexuality. Were, like we were just in the beginning of like, we were Britney in the beginning. Spears. We were in the beginning with Britney Spears and her Catholic and, school girl uniform. And that was racy, man. It was racy. And, and as a little boy, I didn't even, I didn't even flinch. I didn't even give a shit. I didn't look at it. I didn't yeah. think about it. It was just, you know, people were listening to Britney Spears, but I was like, I want to, I want to go outside like, I and play. Cared. I want to go play, right? And that's like the difference between men, w- girls, and boys. But like, we we just in high school were like exposed to the internet. Like yeah. these kids don't know a life <clears throat> without it, without internet, without yeah, like access to like this kind of Facebook shit. Facebook accounts for like eight or nine years old, or just access to the internet you know like it was really hard for us to be able to find a porno you know like when we found a porno it was like crazy and wild like oh my god it took forever yeah and it was all pixelated and then you're like hanging out there your friends like let's watch this girl this is so weird and now they just have like not only can they just go to pornhub.com but they they can just pull up websites i know you know you know i'm old school um but they can pull up Instagram. Right. And Twitter. Twitter, which apparently I found out has really racy content. All kinds of stuff. Yeah, but like you can just, your your everyday social media accounts, and that shit's mm-hmm. just right there. But there is a part where she talks about, you know, that it's like a weird double-edged sword where 
growing up in a Muslim culture where any of her sexuality is completely condemned and that's a level of oppression in itself and being a woman now and growing up with all this sexual freedom and if you want to exploit your sexuality then you have the fucking freedom to do that that doesn't make you know it's the person the rapist is a problem not the victim you know what I mean like they can do what they want let them celebrate their femininity men are walking around swinging their dicks for fucking ever and now all these little girls can finally be comfortable with their bodies that's because we're the strongest not this Martis. Maybe we are the strongest. strongest. It doesn't. But then she was also talking about how it's a double-edged sword because now that we've give, been given all this sexual freedom as women is still kind of a level of oppression in itself and just the confusion and, and, and the confinements that it creates for these little girls to grow up within. Yeah. And they have to reach that that status or that that image in order for them to feel worthy and and how do you how, how do you fall somewhere in the middle and 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 that which very is what last, she's trying to show and yeah and she she found it at the very very end of the movie you see both her outfits her outfit for her wedding and the outfit for the cuties dance laying on a bed and you see the two extremes and then she walks out of the room somewhere in the middle somewhere in the middle yeah. she she kept the hair that she put on with the cuties like she like had it out more like more natural like fluffed up yeah and um she had a hoodie on that kind of went down further than any of her other clothes but it wasn't as extreme and she found her own middle ground and then she went outside and she did something that she wanted to do with kids uh jumping rope right and like she found it in somewhere in the middle and isn't this the purpose of the entire film anyway is to get people to be talking about these things especially if you're raising children yes but instead everybody sees a fucking preview and does a bunch of virtue signaling Out. Used it in there you go sentence. you got it it's outrage culture and then every yeah and everybody yeah. gets fucking pissed about something they have no idea about cancel and then if you want to watch it you're a part of the problem and now i'm a pedo put protector netflix in jail put netflix in jail And now, another word from our sponsors. This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by Smuggle Buddy, the number one smuggling app. Download Smuggle Buddy and easily smuggle everything drugs, people, and drugs in people. With Smuggle Buddy, tracking your paraphernalia has never been easier. Know what's on the ground, in the air, and in the toilets at all times. Expense tracking, airfare, supplies like baggies and laxatives, all at your fingertips. I'm a mule, and I raise death every day from a rupturing drug-filled condom in my stomach. Last thing I need is a missed payment from my coyote. For mules, Smuggle Buddy is a game changer. Mules can pair with dealers and coyotes, track frequent flyer miles, and with the seamless payment feature, you will have your money before the last baggie hits the toilet water. Thanks, Smuggle Buddy! Smuggle Buddy, your one-stop shop for smuggling solutions. A Popco brand. Makes me angry. People just throw that word around. And it's not right. Yeah, because it's a, it's a. There's that a movie of, is not pedophilia. That's not, that's not what pedophilia is. Stop right. calling people pedophiles that aren't pedophiles. It's very, it's power. It's a, it's a powerful world word these days that can destroy, um, a lot of things. Can destroy a person's entire life. And so people like to just toss around, you know. But why not watch the fucking controversial film and then talk about it? Because they're because of just that doesn't they would, make you part of the problem. Well, that's that is the fear, but also. Uh, it's not about that. It's they're they're right without watching it. I I already know what I already I already know that I want to be on this side and I don't want to. It's just this, it's the same thing when it comes to any kind of like political debate or any kind of like religious debate. How many people actually debating one religion versus the other has actually explored the other person? Never, never right. fucking happens ever. 
And that's what this is. It's just another aspect of that. And you're not like, it's not, I, the thing I keep coming back to, it's like, it's not for us. It's not for me. Right. It's not, that's, this movie is not fucking for me at all. Like, yeah, and, and the majority of those coming of the age films are like people, these producers or these writers, whatever, making these actors do these scenes that are uncomfortable and like, what the fuck are you watching? You're not supposed to be watching. You know, but like that shit's happening. That's dude. real like, life. And so when I was a kid, I'm like, oh my God, finally, I can watch this fucking movie that's talking about what I'm going through and right. what I'm being exposed to, as opposed to watching Seventh Heaven every fucking day at four o'clock and thinking that that's fucking real Seventh life. Heaven. When I see those happy faces, <laughs> I me and my sister sang that whole song the other day. Oh wow, we really loved that. Couple of up. fags, yeah. The two much. of you's. I and and I find my coming of age in in like there were cartoons and stuff and anime. It's obviously why I, like I was drawn to it and whatnot because it was the same thing but for little boys and it wasn't there wasn't it wasn't like sexualized yeah because little boys aren't sexualized they are the ones doing the sexualizing so that's why you see in a lot of like anime for young kids there's like you know a little peek at the girl's panties or something stupid like that because that's what it's it's literally made for guys that not guys but kids that are 12 years old and that's what a 12 year old's doing is like two solar panties you know but then for the most part it's teaching these ideas of like honor and and doing your best and trying hard and all that kind of stuff so it's like this is just for girls this is something and and you're right i think that uh as far as like trying to censor people and like the kids finding this kind of stuff on the internet not this movie yeah but like finding bad stuff it's just we need to be better parents we i don't need even to know have... if it's about censoring i think it's just about having conversations exactly we need i don't want to be wanna, for, like to block convert. that shit for my kid i want no. them to see it and i want them to i want to have a comfortable relationship where they can talk to me that's yeah. what my parents did for me yes i was never like oh i can't ask my mom about that it was like we're two real people we're yes. having a conversation i know she's going to be honest with me mm-hmm. and she always kind of told me that, you know, like some of these other parents that overprotected their children or tried to shield them and wouldn't allow them to do anything. Those are the kids that went fucking crazy the soon as soon as they were of age to yeah, do so. Exactly. And I definitely had a more strict fair parents, you know, like the earliest curfew and shit like that. But it was just this idea of like, this is what's going to happen. And here are the things you're probably going to do. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what it means. Here's your safety. You know, gave me the resources to make those decisions or just to let me know that this is what's going to happen to you. You're going to be super confused in a whirlwind. Don't worry. I'm right here. I'll, I'll help you. A whirlwind. I'm right here to help you. Right. You know what I mean? So like. That's the kind of. And, and I mean, that's ideal. And just un- unfortunately, most kids and a lot of families don't have that kind of ability to communicate. Well, shame on them. Not shame on this fucking movie. Producer. Exactly. Exactly. Shame on them and not the uh, not the people. I feel so movie. bad for that girl. Oh, the one who made the movie? Yeah, you know, that's why I wanted to Google it, too. I'm like, you know, because I was talking to my brother about it and talking about a lot of other unpopular opinions I have on current events. Right. And I told him that we were going to watch this and basically expressing the same things I have now, like everybody just getting so fucking worked up. Right. And he said that what he had heard or what he had seen was a lot of cooter shots and butt shots and stuff. He's like, so I'm interested to see what you think. And we watched the whole movie and I'm like, what the fuck is everybody freaking out about? And then towards the end. And then when she talks about the, in the interview, how she wanted to make people uncomfortable and wanted to put it out there to show them that this is what they're being exposed to and looking at. It's like, 
it's making you uncomfortable for a reason and that's why they did. And I wanted to see if it was a man or a woman that produced it. You know, if it was like a couple of male directors was, trying to do this like fucking cuties movie or what something. Was the name of the, what's the name of the guy that had the relations with the 13 year old girl and then and he's the director? He made... It makes me think of Celine Dion, but I don't think that's... No, he made, he made um, So-and-So's Baby. Oh, wait. Um, are you talking about like Woody Allen or something? Not no. Woody Allen's just about it. He made So-and-So's Baby. Like... I don't know what that means. I'm like, that's the name of the movie. Oh. It's like, uh, not so-and-so. It's like Marianne's baby. Or, mm-hmm. Oh my God. Romanov. He fucking fled to France. He lives in France. He's has not been prosecuted and he's been there since like the seventies. And what did he do? He fucked a 13 year old. Well, that's not very nice. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> oh my God. I'm not going to lie. I did have to pause it just now. Roman Polanski. Still means nothing to me. Yeah, I, I mean, I just know the name out of sheer, like, hearing it mm-hmm. with a, a lot of this stuff. He made Rosemary's Baby. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was, like, a really, really huge movie. But anyway, um, The Tenant, Test. I don't think these are all fucking, like, old-ass movies. But The Pianist, he made The, the Pianist in 2002. Okay. Yeah, but anyway, he, he's been doing all this shit from France mm-hmm. because he had a dual citizenship and they won it. Um, uh, extradite him. They won't ship him out to be prosecuted here in America. That's long way around. Wouldn't it be funny if he made it? Huh? That's what this whole thing. I yeah, because you're like, because you're like, I was trying to find out if he was a boy, if he, if who <laughs> yes. directed this, and I was like, Roman, uh, uh, Romanov, Roman Plansky. Yeah, Roman yeah. Plansky. Uh, no, but it's a a young a young woman trying to portray her life, her yeah. experience. She wrote it. She directed. She said, it. being torn between three cultures. Most people think you're just torn between your Muslim culture you're raised in and also French Western culture, but not realizing that children today are also being raised in this um, fake. Fictionized, fictional, but realistic wow. social media world. Wow, you're and right. Those three cultures and how confusing it is, and wanting to make people uncomfortable. I she think did it worked. It. She did it. And you know what's funny is is this this came out. I love that. Um, I love that Netflix hasn't taken it down. Yeah, absolutely. I love that they're just fucking riding it out, and like they have, they have quotes from before <laughs> saying that I, I, they that a lot of this stuff is just coming from people who have I think if they just were to watch the film they would feel yeah. differently about it and I also think that years from now all this that happened when this like I, I really think that this movie will probably be studied in some kind of film studies class not just for the film that it is but for the actual uproar that it caused when it came out and then also it really does encapsulate this the, what you just said the the three different cultures that we're, we're all growing up or that we these kids are growing up in yeah and that we exist <clears throat> in this third weird fake hyper surreal culture that's on our phones yeah it's really strange i think that's a, that's like a really big thing yeah and i feel like those girls are torn like the only thing that exists when you're an 11 year old girl is bullying right. or finding a sense of approval and I think it gets worse with each generation, but I know that, especially in hindsight, the sense of ap- approval does come from this hypersexuality or understanding your sexuality. And even when you don't, thinking that it's cool that you do. And so, of course, those girls are going to act that way when they're 11. Like, 11 is still so young, and it is to us now. But when you're 11, man, you think you are 18. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you, every... I had fucking D cups when I was 11. I had fucked, you know. Hot. So hot. <laughs> no, but like, can you imagine being an 11 year old? I got my period when I was fucking eight, nine. And being 11 years old, you already have your period. I'm wearing fucking bras as big as 
adults are and I don't understand what's going on. All I know is that I'm supposed to like it or supposed to understand it and be proud of it. And can you imagine With being great a- power comes great responsibility. <laughs> it's really what it is. No, but like, yeah, it just it just gotta be so fucked up in today's in today's It's even worse. World. Imagine yeah. so imagine little big titted you mm-hmm. and then put fucking Facebook or Instagram the in Kardashians or twerking videos at my disposal who like, knows twerking videos no not just like seeing it but <clears throat> having the ability you have the camera on your phone you can I yeah. can be them I have those things I yeah. can do that right. I want that adulation I want the people to look at me the way that I want all that attention or thinking that the attention is positive attention yeah there's just so much that you don't there's, understand you don't understand <clears throat> And to think that, that this movie is an exploitation of that or has anything to do with the pedo ring is just fucking If there's, ignorant. look, if there's uh, whatever pedophiles are out there, they're already beating their shit to horrific things. Like this is, That's this is I'm fucking saying. mayonnaise, milk toast, bread. That's what I'm like, saying. They don't give Nobody a fuck. is yeah. watching this movie yeah. to get off on little girls or thinking that this is about getting off on little girls. Like that. The guy that's, that's getting off on little girls, want. he has it on his background noise while he's watching some deep dark. While net he's shit. on the bus. Yeah. Going to work. Going to work with his hand in his pocket, you know, playing pocket pool. Playing <laughs> <laughs> pocket pool. <laughs> It, that guy, but that, but the movie didn't create that guy. That guy exists, and um, I think it, it can go even deeper. And people go even deeper with this shit. Like they're afraid. It's like it's grooming girls to sort of be a part of this culture to to or or are somehow going to get swept away in some pedophile. Yeah, rings. but like, what's the what's what's the alternative to let them think or try and, and make them think that it doesn't exist, so they have more of a desire to. Right. fucking dive head first well it clearly it. has nothing to do with that it clearly has nothing I'm mean, like people are That's worried people about are a con- upset about right too. because they haven't watched it if you watch it it's so clearly not grooming it's it's showing kids the dangers it's showing a little girl the dangers of of doing these things yeah it's not grooming them so that they get swept away in some kind of pedophile ring making them say it's not showing them it's okay to act that way because nobody who acted that way in the movie yeah. or our main character wasn't rewarded for acting that way. Yeah, her they life, lost everything. They lost everything for acting that way. That's yeah. what it's showing. So if you have that view and you think this is grooming somebody to be comfortable being sexualized or being thrown into uh, uh, the this fucking global cabal of fucking superpowers like government superpowers that are like eating kids and shit which doesn't exist (laughs) which doesn't fucking exist it's just or just all of that are like the satanic shit and the the ignorant and all the negative things you could say about i just don't yeah i just don't get i i think to watch something or submerge yourself into something that is controversial or like bringing these issues to light that that pucks that's you know more I mean? intellectual. You know what I mean? Like that's more of a progressive right. <clears throat> thought process to like talk about these things. What are they actually trying to say? You know? Yeah, exactly. What is it trying to express? And actually it's on Netflix. We're kind of like, like this movie didn't come out on Pornhub. Like it's in a place where like it, it's, they, the, there's a lot of people that paid a lot of money and signed a lot of contracts and did a lot of shit to get it there. 
they're not going to just put something up there and be like, oh, fuck, is that what it was? Ah, God damn. Sorry about that. Oh, We're shit. not taking it down because we like pedophiles. Right. We like child pornography. Enjoy, motherfuckers. Uh, I mean, it's there's like, people no, that, that the people at Netflix are some of the best at what they do. They're, it's the yeah. reason why Netflix is where it is is because of their curation, the the way they put money's, money in places or the directors they hire to make these films. Like They're trying to be this amazing, like the next fucking Disney Studios or Warner Brothers Studios. Like right. They're a fucking right. mega power in, in film and entertainment. And like, Did you ever see that movie Spring Breakers with James Franco? Uh, yeah. And, and you did really? No, I, I, yeah, I tried watching it, but it was just so horrible to watch. I just remember yeah, the, it reminds me of this. I wanted to say it last week. This is like what it reminded me of is everybody thinks they're going to watch this super fucking cool movie about like a bunch of teenage sluts that are going on spring break and the wild storms, the hop and the dicks they run, and like how drunk. And that's like, it, it is, it shows this like small percentage of it, but it shows what happens to these young girls that are obviously older than the cuties. Right. But like, getting wrapped up in some 20 something year olds thinking that drugs and all this shit is so fucking cool and then how devastating it is it's the exact same scenario and but everybody loved that movie like everybody when that came out all the stupid young 20 somethings I knew that were my friends like people wanted to watch that movie they loved it that's it how was, I was exposed such... to Riff Raff because that yes it was such a huge thing because James Franco uh, Riff Raff was accusing James Franco of like ripping off his persona his character his yeah. whole persona when, but and it's like he... the same scenario right and everybody thinks it's going to be this thing. And if you just fucking watch the movie, I never wanted to watch Spring Breakers again because I thought it was fucking horrific. It's, I'm like, that it's shit happens movie. to people. That's yeah. it's a, it's not for it's not for us. It's not for you. It's not for the, the, it was the, at the time. But right like, at the time. Yeah. But it, it, and I'm sure in that way, it did what was what it was supposed to do. Yeah, it was supposed to do. This movie is, is, is a laser beam focused on a specific group. And that's the group it's targeting. And I think as somebody who who is reviewing something, you can like, you you, you can see that. Um, as far as a rating, as far as my rating, fucking spare yourself. Fucking spare yourself well, is like, where I put yeah, it. Yeah, I'd put it. But like honestly, I would say absolutely must watch. Really? Yeah, I would. Especially because everybody's talking about all this dumb shit and everything that's getting circulated about whatever stories, whatever virtue right. signaling and every it's just it permeates everything through like if you don't feel this way, remove me as a friend. If you don't feel this way, get right. the fuck out of my life. It's so then you know, you know what you should do is like do what everybody's telling you not to do and fucking watch something, educate yourself, form your own opinions, yeah. and then stand up for what the fuck you believe in instead of just being like, "No, nah, you are a part of the problem." Right. No, fucking watch it. I think watch you should it. fucking watch I it. I think you should watch it. Even and my brother's like, I'm interested to see what you have to say. There's no way this movie was in the top 10 on Netflix because it's just only 11-year-old girls watching it. It's other people right. that are like, what the fuck is everybody talking about? Yeah. So fucking find out for yourself instead of spreading a bunch of other people's opinions and like sharing countless posts of like little clips. Is this what you want to stand for? Save our children. Did you watch Did it? Did you watch it? Then shut the fuck up. Exactly. You're right. Sorry. I think if you want to engage in... If you have people that are attacking you, it, it can't by watching the movie, by exposing yourself to it, it gives you power because you now have your own opinion that's not formed by somebody telling you how to feel. Watch watch the the director's narration of what she how she was trying to express it. It's right. on Netflix. You can if you go on Netflix and you go to trailers and more. Yeah, I think that's the one I saw. I watched yeah. it on YouTube, but it was like obviously it's from Netflix. From they Netflix, they have their yeah. own Netflix. They have their own YouTube account, so they put kind of like trailers and shit like that on there. Yeah. So you can even and watch it on YouTube. And that interview was called, Why Did You Make Cuties? Yeah. And that's from the fucking lady that made it. And wrote it. And wrote it. Yeah, and lived it. it. Yeah. And like just last week, we watched a movie 
or a couple weeks ago, Orthodox about, you know, this girl yeah. getting like married off and stuff. It's like the same story. It's just toned down and she's a little bit older. Yeah. And it's like, but that's this, these coming of age, these women empowerment, like this kind of shit exists. And I think it's good. I'm saying spare yourself because it was boring. No, as like shit. I agree that like, I, a, I know what you're guy, saying. And not only am I a guy, but I so much don't give a shit about the people who are like, you're part of the fucking prom. Well, I don't either. I would, I would rather just, uh, uh, no, make, you, yeah. it was the biggest waste of my fucking time. Like oh, it was, yeah. I, it was so <laughs> hard to get through. Fool. I'm like, I know we watched it. Uh, too. It was like, we were like a half. It, it was the longest hour and a half fucking seriously. movie I've ever fucking I would watched. watch. <laughs> The worst, most basic anime you could ever subject it me to. Felt that. like, babe, don't say that. Well, no, but like, <laughs> there is anime that right. I, I've I've enjoyed, but like right. the stuff when you put it on, I'm like, what the no. fuck? And you're like, I'm oh, bad. Don't watch this. This isn't a good representation. This is just for us nerds. Like, I would rather watch an hour and a half of that and not be able to tune it out. I'm, what I'm saying is, I can find I'm something. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I'm, I would rather watch the worst, and I'm like, I don't think you would, because <laughs> the worst is pretty fucking bad for instance there's a there oh, is a boy. no there's an anime mm-hmm. called elfin laid mm-hmm. right uh elephant elfin like i'm an elf and e- also okay. elfin like just an like elf like elfish language right okay like, like okay this is, got it oh, this is okay. this is elfin clothing got right? it got it got it got it, got it and got then it. it's lead or or laid it's l-i or l-e-i-d right it's like 12 episodes for the longest time. It's still probably on like a list of like top 20 for a lot of people in a lot of places. Like there's different websites and stuff that are like the top 20. It's the worst fucking piece of shit I've ever watched. And it's riddled with like underaged like nudity and stuff. It's just fucking terrible. The story sucks. Every like every decision made by every character, like what the fuck, like who would make that decision in that situation? Like you're right. I'd rather like, watch Cuties. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> it's fucking awful. No, dude, Cuties was pretty cringeworthy. It There's is. nothing cute about an 11 year old girl putting her finger in her mouth. No, it's and, fucking like, thinking like, she's God, being it's cute, like, and it's like, oh, it's just as my weird. favorite part is when her mom was slapping her. Beating the shit out of her. Yeah, right? part, the mom was like, What are you doing? Why are you doing this? Who are you? Right. Like, that's like You're not I my mean, daughter. Yeah. Well, I mean but that's like, a little rough to say, but still. No, but they're like you can say that and, and I, I come from a beautiful childhood. I've had a, a crazy life, lots of experiences, but my childhood is fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. And there are still those moments that every fucking person has with their parent, especially a girl and a mom, where like oh, for sure. those boundaries are crossed and the intensity of those moments and like them not understanding where the other person is at and how intense those things are. And like even being a girl and creating all these fabrications of things that happened to me that did, you know, there's just so much that lying. You're learning to lie. Yeah. Like you're getting good at lying. now. And then this mom like takes a step back and realizes that she understands what her daughter's going through, like projecting all this life and we're all fucking women and protect each other, understand or allow her to have her freedoms. And it's, uh, yeah, I see it for what it is. I think we both do. Let's watch with a gum. Fuck that. Dude, I don't want to. I'd rather do. I'd rather watch New Girl, babe. And that's saying like a lot. Show. I know you do. It makes me laugh. I know it does. It's good background noise. It's like it's, Friends. Uh, it's like Seinfeld. No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> do not <laughs> put Seinfeld into the category of Friends it, it, and fucking New why? Girl. Why? Because it's a different fucking thing. It's just uh, it's right. a different all show. Right, all right, all right, all right, Sitcoms, there's no character development. 
fucking Phoebe doesn't marry, but fuck doesn't marry so-and-so, doesn't get involved. The show begins, they're all the same person. The episode ends, they're all the same person. There's no character development. Who? In which one? Seinfeld. That's what a that's what a sit that's what a sitcom I is. That's what situation comedy. So when people are like Friends is my favorite sitcom, I'm like no, dude, it's a it's a comedic soap opera. It's a comedic drama. Okay, 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 it's a, okay. It's shit. Well, there are some shared similarities in the style of show, the the feel good, whatever the fuck it is, whatever. I don't want to have this conversation. Why not? You know what? Why, let's go home and watch fucking Forged and Fired and Ooh, what's that? Now you're talking, anime you're talking about which one? I can't. There's remember. a brand new one that just came out. It's it's a Netflix original. It's really fucking. Are good. you going to talk s- about Erased? No, that's oh. not a Netflix original. Oh, I'm sorry. It's really fucking good. It's called Great Pretender, and I'm so happy I'm watching. I'm in love with it right now. So anyways, what is on the docket for next the week? The docket for next week. Um, yeah, man, there were so many things I wanted to, to try to incorporate into this one, like talk about the other ratings and oh, I'm also sorry. other back. other people's reviews. No, we're like fucking in it too much now. I'm sorry. Because we already gave it our rating, but like, because uh, it, it's it's a vastly different rating. Well, can you give me like a quick synopsis? Give me the cliff's notes of whatever the fuck you were gonna say. Well, no, I mean it's it's it's. <clears throat> God dang! Why am I? On I got cuties? so much porn up. I know. It's all cuties. <laughs> oh, oh, mama! <laughs> so oh my God, dude. the no, so I, it's it's just a really crazy difference. So IMDb two point four. Yes. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes, yeah, eighty-five percent. Wow, that's, that's actually what, like good for Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. dude. Rotten. That's because Rotten Tomatoes is <clears throat> is a culture. That's what I, what I was starting to get at by like all the people rating on IMDb are not eleven right. to like thirteen year olds. All the people on Rotten Tomatoes aren't that, but also all the people on Rotten Tomatoes are like Sundance Film Festival right. indie film. That's what Rotten Tomatoes is like. They they'll rate movies based on how. <laughs> Fucking indie they are. That's so you basically. You just not it get is. there because I interrupt you constantly. Constantly. I'm so it's sorry. It's the fucking worst. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Not not gonna not gonna work this time, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but that is interesting. Uh, and then. So, anyways, what I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Metacritic. Uh, Metacritic was 67. percent Okay. So right in the so middle. Really I don't even know who Metacritic is. Me it is either. all over the board. Uh, but then Google, mm-hmm. Google users, yeah, five percent out of hundred. Yeah, five percent. That maybe like five out of ten. So any every out of all the people that that liked it, it was like five percent. It's got a audience rating summary, one point three out of five stars. Like yeah, I mean, but they have like all their reviews of it too. Like that's that's a that's really cool. Cuties review. I recognize this movie is a train wreck. I decided that I shall put two points for this movie. Yeah, but you know. I just Googled the movie 13, 81% on Rop, Rotten Tomatoes, mm-hmm. 70% on Metacritic. Yep. It was a 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb, which is surprising. I think it's just been around longer, and I think people... Yeah, it's from 2003. Yeah. So the people that are rating right now on IMDb, they're like, I grew up with this movie. And they give it, they rate it based on like their memories of when they were a kid. But those girls were total sluts. They were piercing their tongues. They were trying to like fuck some 20 something year old dude and like take pictures of it and like exploit him in the same way and like try and have all this control. It's just it's the same fucking shit. Yeah. Your 13 year old bitches out there that you think are just these little children know what the fuck they're doing. We all you women, all you women have they're, been we're that going age. through it. Yeah, man, you we're have going all through been it. that age and you all have gone through. I'm the 31 same shit. years old and I'm still evolving in my sexuality or understanding right. 
my being sexualized or objectified or what levels I'm comfortable. You know, like those, it's an ever evolving progress. It never stops. You're learning more. You're, you know, your thoughts Pot-a-file. change. Yeah. Well, that's what you That's what you want. That's, yeah. So next week, I want you to look this one up because I want to see what the rating, what the thing is for you. Oh, uh, the match. Yeah, I want to see what the match percentage is for you. Next week, everybody. Also, how do you... If you subjected yourself to the shit movie... I mean, it's not shit. It's just fucking boring. Dude, it's a shit movie. What? The fucking cuties? I mean... It does what it it came to do. If you want to have something to talk about. If you want to have something to talk about or if you want to have protection from people like accusing or being stupid, just be like, I watched it. It wasn't that fucking bad. Like... Get the fuck over it. Like it's not it's not what you think. Yeah. Then sure, if you want to like if you're going to a cocktail party and you know someone there who loves to argue, go ahead and watch the movie. I arm was yourself. I'm gonna say Arm it's yourself. Just for people that get like ready. to argue. <laughs> exactly. Get ready. Not stupid. Stupid. Otherwise, you know, just uh kind of move on. But And the next time somebody tells you to open your mind or you don't know what you're talking about, just ask them if they've watched it. Yeah. I just I wanna know if everybody that I've seen talk about it or say I, all the shit, if any of them have fucking watched it. I would it. say less than half. I would bet? say less than a quarter. There's no, quarter? yeah. I just Let's feel like it. barely any. How about okay? So next next time, just ask ask the people. I will. I'm. I can go back on these posts now. I mean, it's fucking Do everywhere. It. Yeah, go next time you see it, or if you think about it. So next time, like on the next episode, we can say. Yeah, but I feel like the majority of those people are like, I would never subject that. Or I'm not gonna. You're that's part what of the we're, problem. That's, the, that's what I we're doing. Know, just just ask. All, no, all you have to do is just say, "Did you watch it?" That's it. Do you want to say I watched it? Don't be like I watched it. Did you watch it? To say, hey, did you watch Cuties? Did you watch Cuties? Did you just say, did you watch it? I want to. I'm just, I just curious if anybody that's making these posts that's all we, have actually watched the film. I mean, don't make a post about it. No, like, I, can I comment that? I mean, that's a little. I mean, that's a little inflammatory verbiage. Well, I'm just wondering if you actually watched the film. Well, just yeah, three ideas. I, I wonder if you just, actually watched it. Did you watch it? That's it. Did well, yeah, but those it? people, even if they did, are going to be like, no, I would never do that. That's a, but that's not even truthful answers. How, well, then that's all the answers we need is, is people saying no. That's what we're just trying to find out is are these people actually, is anybody actually watching it that's posting that stuff? I think that's enough in itself. You, how do you formulate an opinion on something you know nothing about? Because why, other people tell you I what to. That? What? If they're going to tell me that watching it makes me a part of the problem, why can't I say that? I for an eye makes you a dumb guy. You don't know the saying? Simple saying. I for I make you dumb guy. Yeah, you're right. You right? have taught me a lot. <laughs> well, this about is, that. Everybody, if I want to hear if you watched it or if you have something to say about it, if you feel differently, please write in to roadsodamail at gmail.com. Let us know what you uh, let us know what you think about cuties. And then also next week on the Millennial Book Club, mm-hmm. we are going to be watching. Mm-hmm. The social dilemma. dilemma. <laughs> what was your <laughs> what was your percentage? We're gonna. I can't believe uh, it's ninety eight percent. Where do you? Dude, me too. Oh my god, up top. Twins. Twins. Uh, let's see. This documentary drama hybrid explores the dangerous human impact of social networking, with tech experts sounding the alarm. On their own creations. I've wa- I've seen a lot of reviews about yeah. this so far, or things people are saying that have watched it. 
And it makes me nervous to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like one of those things when people are like, hey, if you're going to watch like Fork Over Knives, be prepared to like never want to eat a McDonald's chicken nugget right. again. I'm like, fuck, but I love McNuggets. But that's. And so they're like, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's. uh, It's extreme. Mm hmm. It's alarmist. Mm-hmm. It's like that's the words. Those that those are like the legitimate words that people use to do this kind of stuff. They they, they t- like toss the biggest fucking rock they can in the pond to make the biggest ripples they can because it's those are ones that are gonna last longest. But eventually it's just gonna flatten out again. Nobody really gives a shit because it's too far gone. Yeah. It's it's um like we're all fucking nuts deep in it. Like I'm literally on. Netflix watching this thing. It's like, dude, fuck yourself. Like, too much screen time. I'm literally on fucking Netflix. Like, right. Like, how do you, you know? I'm surprised there's not a profile that matches you up with people based on your Netflix preferences. Oh, there will be. I mean, we've all seen the meme. What? There was a, I think just like the other day, there was, I saw a, a screen captured shot of somebody who said, why isn't there an app where you and your couple like you and your significant other oh i saw that one yeah you're so right you where like swipe right on netflix stuff and on then stuff you that you both have liked and then when you match one you can watch out the gala yeah yeah so like you each have my idea was a little different but it's okay you just you want to match based solely on netflix it's shows. just a joke but it's over now i mean i like it Hold no, on, wait. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now you know how i feel <laughs> <laughs> thanks everybody for listening make sure to watch uh social dilemma for next week and write in road soda mail at gmail.com <laughs> road soda mail at gmail.com where you can call in leave a message 706 200 1213 valley date You just landed a date with the girl of your dreams, but are you the man of hers? Don't chance it! Get a hype man from Valley Date. You can tell a girl all you want, but it means nothing unless vouched for. Our program is meant to fit your needs. With a full list of professional actors, we guarantee a natural and casual approach, making every time like the first time. Maybe you want her to think you are the altruistic type. Ralph, is that you? I haven't seen you since our time volunteering at the soup kitchen. How you been? The spiritual type. Dave, it's been a while. Are you still teaching those yoga classes? Dave here has an amazing mooing cow. We also do breakups. Hey, Charlie, last night was amazing. I never knew someone could love so long. Oh, who's this? Is this your sister? Try Valley Date today. Well, <laughs> we can all tell Christy had Chipotle. <coughs> I really did. I know. I paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you, everybody. Another one down the hole. Here's a here's something fun. Next mm. week, I heard mm-hmm. heard some whispers. I got a mole. I got a I got a I got a little bird in my ear. A little mole yeah. bird. Bird yeah. mole. A mole bird. Molly bird. Birdie mole. Birdie mole. Tell me whispers. Whispers of Chernobyl. Things are. Things the the dust has settled and the radiation mm. is still is, clear. Is still mm-hmm. hot. Things are hot. Mm-hmm. What I'm trying to say is. 
There's been whispers in the streets of the, the road soda. We got feet on the street. We got road soda in the streets. Jesus Christ, this is like the Fox article. I know. I drew great inspiration from the foxes. Uh, Greg is uh, moving houses. He's mm -hmm. moving into a, uh, a more white neighborhood uh, with what? a fence to keep you know the riffraff out. Uh, in a golf course. lived in a really white uh, Not white enough for him, you know what I mean? I completely disagree, Just needs continue. A little, you know, he needed, his neighborhood didn't have a gate, you know? So now I, he need, I thought it did. Mm -mm. No, it was just... Just open, wide open. like far a, back, though. Kind of, not really. <clears throat> it's just, you know... <clears throat> Anyways. It, just a big, wide open, like, anyone can just drive in. Mm -hmm. I mean, like a peasant. Mm -hmm. I don't, he's living like a peasant. So now, you know, he's got, he gets himself behind a gate... And wow. uh, I know, but yeah, he's moving. He's moving this week, but he also said, uh, or a little moly rat bird told me that he might be, you know, coming oh back God, soon. Fucking spit it out. He might be coming back soon. So Greg is. Greg might be on the next episode or yeah. the next episode after that. Us. I just don't want to definitively say next week. Yeah, but like I was waiting for you to say that and I was gonna be like, yeah, I'll fucking believe it when I see it. I believe it when I see it. Dumbass sitting in the chair next to you. Yeah. Greg, hope to see you on the show next week or uh, whichever. Guys, everybody, ladies, gents, I don't know who's listening. Uh, mostly me as I try to review the show to see what's going on. <laughs> so, uh, hey, Isaiah, make sure to remember and watch Social Dilemma for next week's Millennial Book Club. If you have anything to say about that, write into roadsodamail at gmail.com or call 706-200-1213 and leave a message. Leave a message for us to listen to. Right, Christy? Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Right, TT? Oh yeah. <laughs> I know how to. I know how to get to you, dude. And my family started doing that too, though. And I like, I'm not paying attention. People are yelling for me, or like they really need something. They're like, TT, and I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm here. You got me. Right. My mm -hmm. brother did that, and he was like, tell me to go outside with him because he's really upset. And then TT, like, yes. You know, so they really want something for me. Need to appeal to your soft side. Otherwise, sauce. otherwise, otherwise, it's just ignoring. <laughs> she put devil horns up. <laughs> Lucifer, Satan, hail Satan. Say it with me. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody. Hey. What? What did you I learn love, today? I, what? You what? I love you too. <laughs> what did you say? What did you learn today, buddy? What did I learn? Yeah. That the craziest matchup in history is the transgender Satanist and the owner of a pho king restaurant. Wow. I bet you somebody named their pho restaurant that. Pho yeah, king. it says pho king. Yeah. yeah. It's a I've seen it. You know I that, say it that know, way because I don't want to be you vulgar. Know, you I'm, not know try, that I'm trying means, not to be vulgar. You know that means it's not pronounced pho then, you big fucking idiot. What are you talking about? <clears throat> Righto. All right. What else did you just, like? Everyone's gonna start talking with a, a, a British That's, accent now. That eh? was like Australian at first. Yeah, I know. It gets it gets jumbled in there. <laughs> right. I'm a little rusty on our native tongue. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining. Please join us next week. Mm -hmm. But be sure this week go to bed early. Get yeah, yourself a good night's rest. What did you learn? Nothing. Let's go to no bed shit. Early. Nothing. Go. Oh, what? Now you. Every week you're like, go to bed early, everybody. Okay, so, sorry. What'd you no, learn? No, nothing. I don't know anything. No, no, that's okay. TT, what'd you learn? Stop. That's not fair. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a weakness that comes over my face. TT, what'd you learn? Stop. Nothing. TT. <laughs> <laughs>
usually What'd you learn? TT, what'd you learn? You're a real piece of shit. Ah, you didn't learn that. You didn't learn that. Everyone knew that. Thank you, everybody. Be sure. Go to bed early. Stay up late. Bye.